My safe word will be whiskey. Sorry, Rod, what was that? Whiskey. Hey, how's it going? This is Steve from uh, Park Whiskey Society Lost in Translation podcast, and I'm here with... Hey, it's Sean. <laughs> Sean, my co-host, and today today we got a local guest uh, in studio to talk about some new product hitting the shelves here, a whiskey product and a flavored whiskey product that this guy's been in the industry for a long time, at least the local industry here, and uh, so we're going we're gonna to give him... As much floor as we can to to kind of talk about this, uh, yeah. So t- today we're we're here with Robert Shalafu. He's uh, from Drinks Inc. Yes. Hi. Hi. How's it everybody? going? Good. Good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Good, man. Um, so I guess yeah. Start just start off by kind of telling us uh, yeah. Where, where do you come from? Where where'd your journey start? Um, you're you're obviously a whiskey drinker, and it's probably pretty cool having a, a new whiskey product coming into the market like this uh, with some obviously some cool branding and and a band behind it which you which you'll get into so just uh yeah give us right. the so nice to have a celebrity brand um coming on the onto into alberta here soon um so we're looking to expand our whiskey portfolio here and uh we uh we we reached out to creek water and they eventually got back to us and we started building relationship <clears throat> so um uh, you know, I, I'm from Alberta. I was born and raised in Edmonton. I lived in Calgary for about eight years, moved back to Edmonton. But uh, I started in the liquor industry when I was 19 years old, which was a long time ago. It was just shortly after privatization. I guess in Alberta, that's yeah, right. It was just, the, it was like months after it was complete, after they sold the last uh, uh, liquor, liquor, the, what was it? ALCB back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah started at start my so i've been in around liquor my entire life my uh you know my aunt and uncle are agents my father is an agent my uncle and my father had an agency together <clears throat> and then when i was 19 my mother got sick and passed away so my father had i'm sorry given, to hear thanks given the uh agency over to my uncle and let him take over that so he could take care of my mother and then just seeing my dad be kind of you know lost and upset after my mother passed yeah yeah uh me being in a job that i didn't love i was bartending somewhere and uh i convinced them to start another liquor agency i'd always been interested in and just felt like you needed something to do so we started that and you know we started off small with a couple two three products and just grew from there and eventually he sold his business business about five years ago okay um it was uh river valley beverage group now they dropped the group but uh so been involved with all kinds of stuff not you know it's certainly not just whiskey uh we actually never have been involved with a tremendous amount of, of whiskey so uh it's something that i like something that i drink um so you know and truthfully the whiskey market has just expanded so tremendously i mean yeah you know, vodka used to be the dominant spirit in, in the category and now uh it's it swung back over in favor of vodka this this year, but last year it was neck and neck. It was literally even in Canada. I think at twenty seven point nine percent or something. Yeah, which is crazy because bo- <laughs> like vodka is the all powerful white spirit right. and just dominates the market. Easy to make. Can- yeah. Canada is an interesting market though because it it's very whiskey centric. But it's, it's I mean it, whiskey's grown worldwide. I mean the guys Absolutely. are looking to to get into uh, start developing or to start building their own uh, distilleries in uh, China now because they're looking at the China market, the Chinese market, because yeah. I mean, that's where all the people are. Yeah. So uh, some of the big guys are looking at getting to play it, wanting to play in that market, which makes sense. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been in this business for years and years and years, took a break for a while in between. Uh, I was the only employee with River Valley for seven years. And then, you know, we hit the jackpot on a couple products and yeah. we all of a sudden had enough money to start uh, getting new other employees and <clears throat> actually gave me the opportunity, which maybe we can talk on later is yeah. uh, I, when I moved to Calgary, I, you know, I'd, I'd been an athlete my whole life and, uh, I had stopped playing football after seven years and I kind of needed something else to do. I was already a competitive bodybuilder, but you know, there's no, there's no gamesmanship. There's no physical contact. There's, you know, it's a, it's a one, one man sport. So I looked into becoming a professional wrestler and I actually had the opportunity 
to travel out of the country as a professional wrestler. And so I was fortunate enough that the, the company was doing well enough that I could leave for a while and, and go pursue that. So what were, what were some of the products that you had back in the day that people out here might know? That which that people in like uh, locally will know. So if I can remember anything, so um, you know, Baja Rosa was the big one. So there was a, a pro- everyone's shot some Baja yeah. Rosa in the bar. <laughs> so, in their 20s. I mean, it's a huge story. Uh, it was a pro- we can we can touch on that later. But so for example, Three Olives Vodka, Pinnacle Vodka. Ah, okay. um, my aunt and uncle. So I was uh, I was uh, exposed to chartreuse. If you're familiar with that, yep, I mean yep. that's in every single market in the world. Green and yellow, yeah. For for the longest uh, time since I was a kid. Um, so maybe one day when they decide to retire, I'll get that one in our portfolio. In our portfolio, it's, it's just like I know the story. I've met everybody from France. It's it's a good, interesting product. Something I grew up on that I love. That you know a lot of people are like, but uh, I love it. So. Um, we River Valley uh, after I left, they I, so I didn't get a chance to work with Dan Aykroyd with uh, was it Patron? Um, yeah, he was the yeah he was the one that brought in Patron. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, but um, we had a, a product called Tudor's Test Tube Shooters. So that we sold millions and millions and millions of oh, those no until uh, you know the kind of the novelty wore off, and some of the other guys came in and made a better product like. Huh. <laughs> Highwood came in and knocked knocked off the product, and just they made sure. a better lid and they made a better tasting product. Yeah. So um, we got out of that, but I mean, millions. They used to go drive up to a liquor store and then look in the parking lot, and there'd be just these broken test tubes littered all over them. <laughs> I remember those test tubes. <laughs> yeah, that would have been like late late nineties right, when yeah. you brought it in. Yeah, so, we yeah. sold tons yeah. of those. So we honestly we've just been involved with so many products. Uh, Warsteiner beer. If you're the you know beer yeah. beer person, of, it was for the longest time it was the number one exported beer out of Germany. Uh, it was it was just I think it was the queen of beers. It was just it was a great product and we sold lots of that. Crazy. Um, so yeah, just tons of products, like too many to count, uh, you know, little stuff, big stuff. So it involved some major brands and some smaller brands. So, uh, Chambord Royal, there's another one. There's a big, huge brand that yeah, was, yeah. uh, got sold to Charles Jackman, sold it to, I don't know, uh, Corby's. Cor- yeah. Corby's portfolio, I think has it now, right? So it was yeah. like five, four, we bought it for like 5 million oh, or something. Probably. <laughs> so. Nice. So today, today we're obviously going to be talking about creek water. Right. So let's let's get into that. Where where did this come into uh, kind of into your sites and? So it's a funny story. So I mean, we've grown so tremendously. Uh, I mean, clearly, I've been in the business for a long time. So you know, people don't have a real understanding. The general population doesn't have a real understanding of how the liquor business works, and <clears throat> we hear a lot. Oh, you should bring this product in. <laughs> right. And then it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. We'll look into it. Right. So, um, with this particular one, there was a, we post, I, I did, I made a post on Instagram and some guy hijacks the post. He's like, Oh, you should bring it, you know, all caps. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. like, I think he swore in the post. He's like, you should bring in this product. And it was Creek water. So I was like, what the hell is Creek water? What, what the fuck is that, right? Why is it called Creek water? Any creeks around Edmonton, I don't really want to drink. <laughs> right. well, yeah, I think exactly. that's the, the kind of the point is a, like a brown spirit, right? Yeah. Creek oh, yeah. It looks like Creek water. Tastes like rocks. <laughs> you know, Jack Daniels type of product, right? No offense, Jack Daniels. But I mean, you know, you, it, there's, there, it, it has, there's a lot of earthiness too, yeah. right? Which, you know, lots of people love. Um. <clears throat> So I kind of looked this guy up and I saw he's covered in tattoos and I just had like, he like a very, but for lack of a better term, biker lifestyle, oh, yeah, which is fine with me because I got a Harley and I've got a leather vest. I got rings and tattoos. And so, um, you know, I just dug into it a bit more and oh, okay. Kind of interesting. You know, I told the guy the same thing. I think yeah. his name's Colin. I've never met him. Uh, seems like a good guy. So, you know, like Sean here, we've been keeping him in the loop with what's going on with Creek Water. Um, and it was just something that I thought, you know, well, hey, uh, I'll, I'll check into it. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about Yellow Wolf. So I started looking into that. Oh, you know, hey, all these people know about this guy. I mean, I'm old. Well, I know. Uh, so. I, honestly, I'd never heard of Yellow Wolf until Sean <laughs> oh until Sean told me this. <laughs> so yeah, no maybe, maybe he can educate um, me. My eyes yellow. twitching right now. Who's, ye- who's Yellow Wolf? Yellow Wolf's a rapper, so he's from... Alabama, um, lives in Tennessee, kind of bounced back and forth. Yeah. Uh, like his dad left when he was a kid and grew up with his mom. 
Um, he released uh, an album or two independently, and then off of one song, Eminem heard it and signed him on the spot. Basically, is the story. Uh, okay, okay. So we kind of Eminem's got uh, yeah. He yeah. got tucked under shady aftermath, and uh, yeah, he released like three or four albums. I think I think four album deal, and then. Um, yeah, it was kind of like right as his contract with Shady Records was ending, he came out with Creekwater and, you know, I had listened to him. I've been to his shows here and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah I love, I love Yellow Wolf. Like I have. He sounds good. He's different. He's got a flow and a cadence that it's like that deep South mixed with like ghetto kind of, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, I can't really explain it. I'm a white guy from Edmonton. <laughs> what do I know about all this hip hop stuff? But yeah, he flows and his words are articulate. You can understand everything he's saying and you're right. Like he hits the beats. Well, and obviously Eminem yeah, liked him for a reason. Right. So. Yeah. And you know, earlier to, to get that interest and, and to interject, his first album was called Creek Water. Yeah. Ah, so, so that's yeah. okay. That's so where it comes together. Play, yeah. So, you know, on his earlier stuff, he, he sounded a little bit more like Eminem. And then just after Eminem signed him, he kind of went off on his own and kind of got his own flow, his own style. Oh, okay, okay. And he's known for, you know, he's switching it up. He mixes Southern rock and country music in with his rap. One of his biggest hits is like, um, Till It's Gone. And it's just like a slow plodding song with like country music instruments in it. And he's <laughs> talked lots about it. And, and he's exposed to that quite a bit as a, as a, as a child, yeah. uh, you know, he, he was had friendships with the Judds and, um, uh, the Jennings. Okay. Jennings. Yeah. His, yeah. his mom's boyfriend or step, his stepdad or something was a roadie for a bunch of these bands or worked for the management or something like that. So yeah, he was exposed to a lot of this different music from where he grew up and yeah, it's cool. And, yeah, like I said, a couple of years ago, I went to a show here hoping that he was going to bring Creek Water so I could t- try it. Because up to then, I just heard him rap about it and yeah, yeah. found as much info online. And You're bugging me every time I was going to the States like, what, a year and a half ago yeah. to so, bring back Creek Water. Yeah, me, just so. luckily enough, a guy I worked with was going to Vegas and he, yeah. he's like, hey, they have the biggest total wines in the country. You want me to grab anything? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, grab me that $27 bottle of Creek Water and bring it back. And he did. So, yeah, I, I had a bottle. And that's actually Rob, when he reached out, he's like, I see you have this on here. You posted about it. What can you tell me about it? So I just gave yeah, him really, all. That's kind of what, like, you know, like I said, this other guy said, hey, here's this stuff. And then really, I asked you about it. And that's kind of where I started digging into it because he had this really good review on it. You knew about the product and you you really helped me, you know, start on, on the path to Crazy, that's pretty cool. actually bringing this in. Yeah, because so, when I first when there. I first posted about it, I literally posted an actual review with full notes and everything. Yeah. I thought I remember that, yeah. And so then Rob was just like, What can you tell me about this? And I was like, Oh, wait a sec. We flipped through, yeah. found and just sent it's him the post. Yeah. And I was like, There you go. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean, we've been shooting back and forth and like you said, that was months ago. That was before Christmas. Yeah. And then just every so often, every couple of weeks, we'd be like, hey, what's going on? Any yeah, news? Yeah. And then finally, he's just like, yeah, we're, we got it. So I was like, sweet. Now, and then we had the podcast. I'm like, pull the trigger. Yeah. You got to you gotta come and talk to us. So, yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how it developed. Some guy mentioned it. And, you know, he he's a cool guy. He really loves the brand. And I talked to Sean and he knew about it. And that was kind of enough to go, okay, well, this is something. Uh, we should look at it. And I just talked to David Long, uh, one of the co-owners and on the phone right before I got here. And he's saying, you know, we've been trying to get into Canada for a while now. And it's just, I mean, it's getting into Canada can be difficult. And I, the, the, luckily we're in Alberta and really that's the place to start for most brands. And, and that's why we have the most SKUs is, you know, we have sort of the most open market. Yeah, for sure. Um, and sort of the best taxation. So we're lucky in that. Yeah, that's still red tape to cut through, but right, it's a right. little bit less red tape than the rest of it, for sure. So yeah, there's more freedoms on the agency side. Um, it's it, Well, back, I guess, to the agency side, what, what are some of the like hardest parts of being um, an independent distributor, agent? And it's, right, it's so like, I, I heard the AGLC is fairly accommodating and... So, you know, uh, or they like, they like to pride themselves as being, or maybe they're, they're honestly, they're unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're so, they, you know, you email them, they email you back. You need to call them. You can call them. They'll talk to you. They'll, they're so accommodating. They're so helpful. 
Um, so we're, we're super fortunate. I doubt none of them listen to this podcast. Just I don't. <laughs> I, no, I, exactly. But honestly, <laughs> but so, yeah. so that being said, yeah. If you're listening, AJLC, we really love you. you know? <laughs> so, so that being said, so on the flip side, yeah. I you know I can say some things about some other liquor boards. Uh, what you know, once you oh no, I was going to say something, but and I will in a second. Uh, <laughs> but once you start to work with other liquor boards, then you realize how fortunate. Like we are to have, in Alberta. yeah, like the real resource, just the people they are just, everybody's cool. Like it's yeah. so nice. So, I mean, uh, we're licensed from British Columbia all the way to Ontario. Okay. Okay. We, I was going to ask. We don't work in Ontario cause it's too far away, but we got licensed there because one of our vodka products is it's called Core Vodka. It's the third largest selling vodka in the world. Yeah. Um, they were looking at it, having us take over for the, for, for Canada nationally yeah but basically we just we, we were honest with them just said like ontario's too far away we don't have boots on the ground etc but getting your license there piece of cake getting your license in bc dun 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 like yeah. it's well it's, it's a piece it's, but it's, i've heard it's a piece of cake in lcbo because they've like there's so much control that even if you have your license you're still you're like there's still a lot of red tape to cut oh, through sure. to get and, product on the shelves right, right? you can't just yeah. list whatever yeah, you want for sure. but yeah. you know like dc's like that I, I, really alberta's the only place you can kind of just list something and bring it in so that's why a lot of guys start here but um you know it took us you know a long i shouldn't shit talk the the, the british columbia liquor board but yeah, whatever just, we're here to be honest you know, right? every, everybody's a little bit different but i've been having great conversations with them as well but uh we're just really fortunate in alberta honestly they're great but um you know being one of the an independent being a small guy yeah. i mean obviously you're faced with um you know how do you get brands that can really stand out well for sure you're fighting up, the pmas and, the, right? so and all these big basically deep pockets and, yeah, for sure. you know that's what you're up against is like how do you promote a product when um the other guy can just clean your clock so it's just i mean it's some learning and some you got you just you work around some problems i mean the, just like any business really just, like it's, exactly yeah. so that that's the bottom line is is the, the you know the problems you face well it's just the same problems as every every business yeah you know if you know the rules you can play the game yeah so and then you just do your best so but you know it's just it's taken a while we started a brand new agency in 2016 um and we're just sort of getting in the black now gotcha All okay right? so it takes a while so absolutely you know i was i was working for free for three years yeah didn't collect the paycheck and until the last couple which, of years which again right that's pretty fairly yeah, typical for, startup right, for business right, you don't so. nobody's projecting profits in in the first year that's for sure but it takes takes hard work takes dedication to yeah. to make a business work so so yeah. when you're a small a small independent guy you just you know you start real small and it's hard to compete with you know you can't just get a brand and fire it out of the cannon and like you know, some of the big guys do who have been established for 50 years or 30 years or 20 years and have you know uh you know 15 reps that can just go out and spread your stuff yeah like, uh, but they got so much so much right. deep rooted uh corporate relationships in place already that well it's, it's just, a lot easier. for example like the one brand that i reached out to for a tasting coming up and I spoke to the national <laughs> manager, then put me in touch with the Alberta manager, then put me in touch with one of the Edmonton reps, one of three. And I was like, how big are you? Like, obviously, it's a huge brand. Yeah, but, yeah. And then, you know, this is the flip side. <laughs> right. Two people, right? Two people? Uh, well, there's three. We had four. So, yeah, we're, we're a really small, small. agency. Uh, yeah. Basically, with COVID coming in, we had an employee that, uh, we you know, we kept him on the payroll and we didn't want, we didn't let him go. But eventually, he just, he decided he wanted to move to uh, back to uh, Medicine Hat, where he's from. Gotcha. So, we just let him go. And we've just, you know, honestly, I love COVID. Everybody answers emails now. Everybody pays attention <laughs> yeah. to digital media. Nobody sure. wants to see you. I can stay home and work on my computer and chew tobacco, and I don't, you know, have to spit <laughs> it out before going to show, uh, store and, and yeah. talk to people. But well, that was that was one of the questions that we had was like with COVID affecting most things in whiskey and spirits. Like, have you noticed anything like shipping or delays, so promos? For, for, Obviously, like promos. Right. You're not doing any promos in bars or anything. Right. So we didn't. Have, so we're fortunate that. It's funny because it turned out to be fortunate. We didn't have a lot of on-premise business. We had a few accounts with some one of our products, uh, gel shots in some bars and nightclubs and things like the back alley just yeah. ba opened back up in Calgary. And <laughs> so we're in like Flynn there. And, uh, I used to love that place. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they, they opened in December mm -hmm. and then COVID hit in March. Like yeah. that, that's brutal. 
yeah. for them. But we did 99% of our business off-premise with liquor stores. So when COVID hit, it didn't actually hurt us. Yeah. Right? Because we didn't lose any business. And then liquor sales, you know, everybody said, well, liquor sales picked up. Well, they didn't really pick up. They moved from the on-premise side to the off-premise side. So, you know, nobody's buying bar- liquor in bars and now they're just buying from liquor stores. Yeah, like when they say liquor sales went up, they, they're... Retail. They're, yeah, they're talking about retail and yeah. consumer purchased liquor. They're not talking about on-premise purchased right. liquor, right? Yeah. So, uh, people are drinking the same amount, but they're just drinking at home now. Yeah. Right? yeah. So And um, all, all hours of the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So, so, we're fortunate in that regards. But yeah, there's just definitely some ch- things have changed for sure. The biggest one I'd say right now, shipping is horrendous. Like uh, it used to take about sea time. Typically, was six weeks from anywhere after you got all your other stuff sorted out. Uh, but like, if you want to, if you'll notice, most of the Irish whiskeys are out of stock, mm-hmm. um, and that's because shipping from Ireland right now is like 156 days, Jeez. something like that, to get out anything out of Ireland. So I mean, it used to crazy. Take, it used to take six weeks seven of eight weeks to get anything out of there and now you're looking at the port delay there's two to three week port delays uh, on each port so that's six weeks four to six weeks right there so that's the well, biggest challenge right now yeah. is trying to shipping yeah. strikes that, yeah. that like went through in, in our own country in, and yeah, and Montreal. like also i've heard that um like overseas uk and and maybe ireland more specifically but there's only there's only like a couple different approved um shipping companies or freight companies that the product can actually come through? Is that? Uh, I don't know about that. Like we we use Container World for almost all of our shipping. That's what I've heard a lot so of people only, use. There yeah. is only one consolidation warehouse in Ireland. That's in Ireland, it. okay. So like LCBO. And, so if you've got the, multiple uh, different products to yeah, consolidate right. to save on shipping, then you're right. using okay. Right. Gotcha. So if you're yeah, if you're using consolidated shipping, then you might be waiting an extra three, you know, two three months yeah. until there's if nobody's shipping out of there, then so that could that can be a problem. But um, I I don't know what exactly what's going on there, but I mean that could be part of it. It's just I mean really what it is 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 port delays. So ships show up. So first of all, there's no ships because yeah. they're also busy. They're you know can't <laughs> and find one. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then port delays. Like you gotta you gotta wait two to three weeks to get into port, and then you gotta pick your stuff up, and then you gotta get back out to sea. And then when you get to another port, you gotta wait another two to three weeks to get into port, offload your stuff. And yeah, then, it's crazy. And then there's just unless like, you're shipping a whole sea can, you're not getting right. But even when you're shipping sea cans, primary service or so anything, so you can get right? sea cans, but it's hard to book passage. Gotcha. Right. So and then there's all kinds of new charges because of equipment shortages because so much stuff there's so much demand and so much stuff is moving that it's just that's that's the biggest challenge right now um and then as far as promotions goes like last year we had 12 shows booked like beverage alcohol uh, beverages beverage and food beverage shows like all the the beer events and all yeah just everything we got two done we prepaid for i think eight or ten of them and we got two of them we got two of them done so i mean that's everything kind of just carries over until hopefully next year kind of thing is right. that, so yeah. it's 2021 and it's going to yeah. push that to 2022 now yeah, but no. that's a huge uh, exposure for us to go out and essentially expose our brand to 156 people 156,000 people or 200,000 people instead of going to a liquor store and, and doing a tasting there and exposing it to, you know, 20, you know, well, or 50 yeah. people at, 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 on a weekend or even yeah. a hundred a weekend. How many, do you have, how many of these things do you have to do? Yeah. And it's for, in terms of cost effectiveness, it's, it's not, not the great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. stuff like that. So you can't do tastings in liquor stores. You can't have events. And I mean, uh, the event, the events that we were putting on, not that we were part of basically, um, the two shows we did in 2020, we had the highest grossing ticket sales at those shows of all time for liquor products. Uh, okay, okay. So we're just, we really have that down, down pat nailed, like where we get a lot of attention and we just, uh, yeah. we just set up some really nice stuff and it, I mean, it makes a big deal or it makes a big difference and you get lots of attention. Crazy. Well, this is, this is a whiskey show. So yeah. let's, uh, yeah, let's get into drinking this. To, I want to try your bottle. So, yeah. that, so Sean here has, he actually has a bottle that he acquired from the this u.s this is from the u.s yeah yeah so this is mine and that's and then we've got a bottle that 
raw brought. That raw brought, which is yeah. intended for Canada. Right. So that's actually they shipped it to me from the distillery. So where as a sample? Where's the distillery? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Is I, it, I got my hand over the mic. Right? So it's not a sourced product. No. Nope. No, it's. Uh, I, I believe, so they. Or it's a blend of it's, both it's, kind of thing. Right, is so that? It's it's made at Next Century Spirits. So they they do distill product there, and then they do barrel age it. And they have the, a technology which nobody wants to explain to me because nobody wants to, you know, they're no, it doesn't, they don't want anybody to steal it, but they can advance age in a day. Okay. From what so I read. They're doing, yeah. There, but there's a bunch of proprietary technologies right, and, and I, stuff I, like I, that I, that I, people I, are using all over the United States sound, to advance right. age. Yeah, I've seen them they're using, up yeah. So it's probably some sort of, maybe some sort of compression cast yeah, with, well, with mean, staves or something like that. So I'm on sure, my right, bottle, but, it even says yeah. right on it, American whiskey distilled from a bourbon mash and finished with toasted wood chips. So they're so, throwing, yeah. They're throwing so wood, wood chips, chips is a way that they can advance. But they're, they have some other processes. Like they have yeah, they're not, the, not going to tell you on right. the bottle how they do it. They, I mean, they have uh, biologists on staff Absolutely, that, yeah. uh, that. This is a real, like, it's, it's a, controversial conversation in the whiskey oh, world and it's um yeah there's some people that right. really really don't like it and then there's some people that that who cares right. like the for me personally right? you're producing a park a, a product it tastes good well exactly like exactly. taste it if you like it you like it if you don't you don't like just exactly i'm, right? I'm that guy too yeah for sure like wh why do we have to be i'm, I'm not a traditionalist i yeah. i love with, I love all things whiskey, yeah. but I'm not going to hang my hat on being a traditionalist. So that it, right. And, and I used to be super snobby when I was young, but now <laughs> it's true. You like what you like. Yeah. You know, I I'll, I like twelve dollar California Cab Sauvignons yeah. for for wine. When I drink, I don't yeah. drink wine anymore. But that's you like what you like. Exactly. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's no reason. French bottle. Forget it. I don't like it. Yeah. The the, the wine. Yeah. A lot of times the wine doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't really speak its value like a like whiskey does. Right. But it's. I'm, I'm not a wine connoisseur, so I'm not going to speak to that. This and like so my that, first impression of this. This is yours. This, this is the one you yeah. brought. Um, it's like you can tell. It, you can tell it's youthful. Yeah, for sure. Right. It's got that typical like when corn. Well, and it's seventy one, seventy five percent corn. So like I get a yeah, ton of corn off. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's a ton of young corn, which I usually get those typical kind of banana notes and, and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's got like when it says the the toasted wood chips, it's definitely got like a toasty kind of um, oak note. Yeah, toasty oak almost. Almost to the point where it's a little bit mm. smoky. Yeah, similar similar to Michter's toasted barrel products. Yeah, not so, not as rich as theirs, but theirs is aged a lot longer, so you can't really compare the two, right? Yeah. So mash bill seventy five percent corn, twenty one percent rye, four percent malt, which you know that's a fairly standard yeah, mash it's a, bill. You know, it's a little higher on corn, but it's not too on whack. But I mean, get, add some sweetness to it and mellows out some of that. Like that's quite a bit of rye. Yeah. Right. So it's a little spicy. So I'm, you know, did you try both? Um. Yes, I did. They so I do see a difference. Um, the but one that I, the one I brought, seems hotter on the taste. I find it more, has more like more depth. More. It's uh, it has just a tiny bit, and I don't know if it's the spiciness that it's got a little bit more of. So I get more like like baking Cinnamon, spices. Baking out, spice yeah, for yeah sure. definitely. But I get more corn and more sweetness, more sweetness out of the other one. The other one, yeah. which I'm fine with as well. Yeah. <laughs> now, but now. His been sitting in the bottle, right? Like over a year, half full for over a year so, as he's as he's kind of drinking his way through it. So, yeah, even put a little oxygen in that me. bottle, right? I yeah. expect they bottled that for me, absolutely, in North Carolina and sent yeah. it to me. Yeah, so who knows? Give, give it some air to breathe, and it might actually start to take on the same qualities. So. Right, right. So yeah, I mean, it's like a age comparison, like openness comparison, because yeah, this one's only been open a month or two, and this one's yeah. been open over a year. Right. So. But, like, when I got this, I was happy with it. I, I got it out, out of novelty. I wanted to try it from the States and got it. And clearly, I like it. It's half gone. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, that's also another thing to speak on is it is <clears throat> it is a novelty. It's meant to be a novelty whiskey a little right. bit, right? It's going to have some bells and whistles behind it, which there's also nothing wrong with that. But if you put, put the product to your lips, and, and then that'll speak. 
Yeah, and I like it. Right, so. and they're you know they're they're going after a, a, a not too sophisticated palette. Oh, their demo- um, yeah, their demographic so, is going to be the the yeah. Jack Daniels. Right, so guys Yellow Wolf, the, he was yeah. always rapping about Jack Daniels exactly. and Jim Beam, and you know he got his own whiskey and for sure, kind of he likes it and it's in that line. It's you know it's it's uh, for for what it is, it's good. I mean, you know, it's fifty percent alcohol, so we get taxed on that more here. So you're gonna pay a little bit more, and you know, you don't. It's a little different in Canada, it's, but it's uh, got more you know depth than Jack Daniels does. Oh, yeah, sure. absolutely, for right? Sure. So it's funny how much Jack Daniels I used to drink, and I don't drink Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, I was the same way. I started on Jack exclusively. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, I've definitely got my experience there. But it, yeah, it's definitely it has more. Depth than those typical bourbons that are flying around the $30, $40 mark. And this is going to fly just above that. So it's, you're, it's, right. I think, yeah. And guy, I mean, it's guy, sitting realistically, guys honestly. Are for it. Yeah. I mean, for sure. wanted a bottle because it's, it's, Creek Yellow, Wall, Yellow Wolf. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's, 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 and yeah, he wouldn't shut stuff. up about it. I mean, his show here, <laughs> it was sold out yeah. at, um, <laughs> Goose Lenny's. Really? How old am I? How old are you? Goose Loonies? Jesus. Yeah. Is he, is the Thunderdome. He's not that old. Oh, I love no. the Thunderdome. We go, from, we go Thunderdome. When you, that show was no, it no, like, it was. Uh, it, no, that was two years ago. So yeah. it's okay, now. It was, um, uh, fire something. What, um, what is it now? Union Hall. Union, Union Hall, yes. And like. Oh, yeah, yeah, Thunder. It was Goose Loonies before Thunderdome. Goose Loonies was Goose before I was legal. Yeah, exactly. We used to fake ID. I yeah, that was Thunderdome when I turned 18. Yeah, me too. We go and Thunderdome right to the Purple Onion right after. Right after I turned 18, it changed into um, Inferno. Oh, really? And then they had like a, spent, a light up dance floor. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I spent like 10 years at the Dome. Yeah. Oh, the, do- the Dome was, the dome was a, a, an Tito. awesome place to go. Fuck yeah. I used to remember having hockey at the little shitty ice rink in behind oh, the, there. The ice rink there, yeah. We'd just walk around the doors and walk inside. Oh, absolutely. That was a good part. Yeah. All right, well, why don't you explain how you're rolling this out in Alberta? I know you're kind of doing it a little bit unique way. And I'll pour us some of the cinnamon. You, yeah, because you, you've been on the ground. Like I've talked to some stores that, have, that you've talked to. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, you know, <clears throat> when we talked to the to the folks over at Creek Water, um, they had some ideas, and we're like, "Well, I'm not sure we can really do that in Canada, you know, where we are, um, because you know, it's just it's a, they're two different markets. There's different rules. The thing, different things happen. So yeah. we found we ended up being able to take some of their ideas and change them so they work in our market. So, I mean, it's going to be an allocation only product. So meaning that if you're not on our allocation list, you aren't going to have access to it. So it's a limited amount of stores. So we decided that we wanted to roll it out to in 2021 to start with about 25 to 35 stores. Okay. So we kind of, you know, had a bit of a um, idea of what we we're looking for in terms of what the stores could provide. You know, do they have, you know, with today's day and age, do they have online shipping? Because, I mean, there's people from all over Alberta yeah. that may not be able to have access to it that want it. And so if these some of these stores have shipping, they can they, these people can get the, the product. So that was one of the prereqs that we kind of had was we need, you know, we need some stores that are able to ship. Yeah. Um, so... We just kind of sent out an email and said, hey, this is what we're doing. We sent it out to like 950 liquor stores in Alberta. This is what we're doing. Uh, we got, we started, started getting hits within 30 seconds. So, I mean, we've, we've, we've about 20, 22 stores right now that are 100% on board, going to carry it. Nice. Um, and we're probably going to, we're, if, we have some room for some others, but we have it pretty well solid. Like we've got a bunch of guys kind of spread out to do everything we're looking for. They've yeah. got social media presence. They have a website. They have e-commerce. Which that's important for a brand like this. Right. right. So um, so that's how we're going to roll it out in April. It is going to be available online magically somehow a little bit before that, but it's going to roll out to everybody. Whiskey drop. So the whisk, whiskey drop is going to have. It's okay. It. We're yeah, we're we're close with those guys. So, so whiskey drop's going to have it. They're going to be able to ship it to a lot of places. Yeah. But they they've got some. They Dave um, told me that they've they've got some interest out east. Right. So they wanted to get. Oh. Uh oh. Yeah. 
pizza man. They, pizza guys, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to, yeah, they wanted to get access to it a little bit early so they could serve their. Uh, right. So right. I don't think any of the other accounts are know that or anything like that. So hopefully, no, they don't want. They're gonna watch this eventually because they're gonna post the shit out of it everywhere um, on social media, yeah. on our website. But um, yeah, they, and whatever they can. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, there's an opportunity kind of for everybody. We got about six guys, like six or seven guys, like whiskey drop spread out all over Alberta. So, um, I think, uh, I think a lot of people are going to have access to this online. I, I think everybody's going to have to maybe be a little cautious about where they're getting it shipped to, but, uh, I think it's going to be, it's, e- it's easier than, uh, right. than people lead on, lead on, honestly. It's- yeah. So. It's it's one of those gray areas in this in this country where it's like don't ship alcohol, but nobody's really paying attention or watching. So. Right, and it's not illegal <laughs> if you ship it the right way. It's just exactly uh, there's not really it's, any it's defined fresh, laws fresh, around fresh, it either, fresh. right? So it's frowned upon. I mean, we do that. There, there, there are. They do it out of Alberta a lot. There's a ton of retailers here that are just so pumping shit. No, I'm trying right? to avoid. I'm trying to avoid this whole question because. Oh, for um, sure. Um, but it, it is true. So, you know, we've had guys who said, well, Hey, you can't do that. And if we can't do it, nobody else can do it. And then we have other guys who they can do it, but they want to not advertise it Yeah, because you're, it is gray, a bit of a gray. Yeah. Area. Oh, for and sure. I mean, yeah. You're not, you're not allowed to come out publicly and be like, Hey, we're going to ship, uh, to right. wherever you are in Canada. But there's certainly interest all over Canada for this. I yeah. mean, um, it's, it's, he's got a lot of fans. So, yeah. um, you know, well, that one, and that's the right, advantage. That that's the advantage slide, of releasing right. in Alberta first. Like, it's, right. So, and then the cost-wise, it's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got a whole whack of stores. They're going to be on our website. Uh, we're going to release in April. We're going to launch with, uh, you know, all our traffic is going to get directed towards our website, and then we'll have everybody's email or their uh, websites on there where you can go and order the product from uh and then anybody who doesn't have a, an e-commerce or website all of our accounts will be on our website so you'll know in your area where you can buy it um what's the website our website is drinks inc as in drinks incorporated dot mm-hmm. ca because we're in canada simple yeah. um and yellow wolf's gonna like when i talk to david again today you know uh, i asked him when when Yellow Wolf makes the announcement, can you drop our website? Absolutely. That way, we can direct everybody who wants the stuff to to the store to the right place can, you know, for sure. Them to the right place. And so, and they're as far as you know, they're fully on board with helping to launch the product here in Canada, Alberta, more specifically. But right. So they're okay, but that, that's like what more can you ask for? Four point oh. three million followers, right. social like on social media. It's like the equivalent <laughs> of Jack Daniel, Jameson, Jim Beam, and Fireball all rolled into well, one. Yeah, same exactly. amount of followers. So yeah, this got to be a pretty exciting product for you. It is, it, it, and it is pretty exciting because you know we you know we did get to do develop this allocation program, and we've never really done that too much. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit trickier of a process within the AGLC. It, it adds the cost too. I've been told, uh, yeah, right? It's, Just a, it's a smidge, it's but a, it's, it's yeah. a smidge. But yeah, for sure, it, adds, it certainly adds. It's more to, complicated. You know, something we have to eat, but which we're willing to do. But you know, we worked that in in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. But so it's going to be a you know, as Sean knows, it's a hard to find product. Yeah. So they're getting it out into more markets, but. Um, we're not just going to open it up to the public because we can't, we're only getting so much of it to start with. And then, uh, we're, you know, you're going to have to go to these specific yeah. stores and we're going to work those guys yeah. and it's still going to be a hard to get product. So yeah, it incrementally. And, and when it gains the traction you're looking for, then I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to see value in that. They're probably going to pump me with more, hopefully like <laughs> they're getting more, they're getting well, more popular in the States. Yeah. And like I'm definitely seeing, I didn't see him. My wife's from Iowa. Yeah. We went down there over Christmas and it wasn't, I tried looking for it for him a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, and even in the, it's hard it's to there. find in the US. It's there now though, right? right. So it's slow, it's slowly yeah. kind of well, building. Even like yeah. when I, when I was trying to source a bottle back a year and a half ago or whatever, you go on the, the Creekwater website mm-hmm. and they had a list of the states that they were in and you click on those states, but like every state was like two or three stores, right. like Vegas, California. And they only had 18 states. Yeah. yeah. Right back when you were looking for it, it might've been less. It, I think it was 12 when yeah. I first started looking. And so now, yeah, now, now so it's I think they've getting up there. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're but they're but in just like in canada there's there's red tape to cut sure. through each state and it's right, not so. as easy as just saying here 50 states take my product <laughs> yeah right and you know some of those are control states so they're set up a lot like we are it's, with, exactly with all the well some yeah. of them are crazy control right. it's mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah, it's, 
Should we, uh, so, th- so the other product that you brought from Creekwater is a, it's a cinnamon, it's a flavored whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, this is different than any cinnamon whiskey. And it's ever it's it um, is really different. I mean, I hate cinnamon and everything. I was, you know, whenever I get approached with anything cinnamon and we get approached with a lot of stuff like that. But it's not, it doesn't have, like, I, I find, like, I don't know, just no, nosing fireball which right. not, i don't sit in my house <laughs> nosing fireball very often but it's but it's bitter it's right it's super bitter this is like sweet it's almost, cinnamon sweet it's, cinnamon toast almost, but it's almost on the like nose, right? has, it almost has like a fruity yeah right, you still get it. a lot of the the corn out of uh, yeah. from the bourbon because yeah. all they do is they take that buttery sweetness the 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 flavor it with with cinnamon and uh i hate cinnamon and everything but i can actually drink that and I was shocked at how good it was. Crazy. How very little sweetness to it, it is. It drinks like, like it's fifteen percent alcohol too. And it's forty. Thirty-five, but yeah. Is it thirty-five? Yeah. <laughs> seventy, yeah, seventy proof. Yeah, seventy proof. No, but like a lot of, a lot of flavored whiskeys are sitting 35, 30, 35. 35. All the like, yeah, and, and with the peanut butter craze yeah, that's out right correct. now, they're all at thirty-five. I was trying um, to get screwball, but I couldn't get them to answer me. <laughs> yeah, screw, screwball got big quick though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so they yeah, their their head probably got just as big as uh there's um there's another uh salted caramel knuckle knuckle logging or something like that. Check check them out. Peanut butters now and there's yeah, yeah there's I mean, certainly some different stuff coming uh, Yeah, I got it upstairs because they sent me a bottle because they wanted me to try it right. when I was down in the US and so I'll yeah, I'll show you that because it's oh, cool. it's got kind of a different branding to it. Similar Similar to Creek Water, Creek Water and like a hardcore type branding. Yeah, and but that's not available in Alberta. No, it's not. So Ooh, we'll have to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I'll show, I'll show you the bottle I'll get upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's good. It's as sweet and spicy. It's got some yeah. depth to it. It's not just a yeah. It's just, just a cinnamon right. colored spirit. Basically, is what yeah. Fireball is, right? So what I like about this one is it's not sweet and like crazy. No. So it almost tastes like it's just sweetened off the corn, but you know it's too. My sweet wife's gonna like, love this shit. And, I mean, it's, you know, it's a little cloudy. Like there's some cinnamon in there. And it's yeah, like oh, yeah. Filtered. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just it's radically different than anything I've had. And I was, it is, I was for quite sure. shocked. Yeah, they, they both got, they both got their place right. on the shelf. Like it's. I already know. Depending good. on what you want, like I I, I wouldn't sit. It tastes like like those old. Cinnamon toothpicks. You know what reminds me of camping? I think I've ever tried those. Oh, no. No. Someone you take camping. Sit around a fire with. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, it's. it's I see it hitting shooter classes more than anything in my life, but. Yeah. I'm but sure people it's are going to find a way to, to drink it. And I mean, the Yellow Wolf fans are going to love it. The bottle's red. It I looks think, really cool. I think right. it would have been perfect in my backpack when I was skiing on the weekend there. <laughs> yeah. That's what it would have been good for. That's crazy. Like, that bright red bottle. It's yeah. going to be seen on the shelf. It's going to stand, stand out. out yeah, for sure. So, no, it's cool. It's. I think it's pretty interesting. I I hate cinnamon. Like, I mean, when, when you're a kid, I mean, I was exposed to the liquor industry when I was like, seven or eight or something right so uh my uncle and my aunt were the reps for grand marnier so i started drinking grand marnier when i was a little kid i loved grand marnier for the longest time uh wines just spirits everything and um i lost my train of thought again but um drinking too much booze it's okay i got so lots of editing power on this yeah. thing so yeah, okay. yeah no no believe and no you lost your train of thought <laughs> don't worry uh, <laughs> oh then i can just sit here and ponder no well should we, at, should at we point, try that last so one the, yeah so so you also brought another product right, so for us so th- this is also in your portfolio um yeah Go ahead. I so feel like about you. the creek water. Yes. Um, so one of Sean had asked me how involved was Yellow Wolf. Oh, that's right. In yeah. creating the product. So I didn't know the answer to that. So that's one of the reason I called David uh, from Creek Water today, uh, so he could give me an explanation on that. And it's pretty interesting. Um, I had I read, I watched the podcast, and I kind of got some information from that uh, a couple months ago, and. I believe, I don't know if it was David or I think it was David approached Yellow Wolf and just said, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. We know you rap quite a bit about these other products. We know you like these uh, these type of whiskeys. Um, I came up with this idea for you. So he's like, oh, that's actually really cool. So he flew out the next day to to their facility in, in North Carolina, had a look at their products. They tried a bunch of stuff and decided that he was going to make whiskey. So um, they didn't have too many whiskeys. So he kind of, you know, 
tasted some stuff from what they had and then they he did in fact uh, get involved and create a profile that he liked and um he created the bottle himself like it's it's a hundred percent um the like the bottles embossed with his uh yeah, yeah. Slum america. Slum america stuff at the back um so yeah he's 100 percent involved um does bottle signings super again so, per, so pretty packaging. active with the brand yeah, very active with the brand. it's not like some it's celebrity like just, brands where they just no, throw they, their they name didn't on pay anything. for the rights and just said hey yeah, we're, we we right. want to use you we'll right. give you money kind of thing right. it was so he's yeah and even the like that the old school grosh topper the beer yeah, copper right that's that's that, that was one of the first things yeah, that caught my eye when i first saw the bottle i was like oh it's got that little weird little pop top yeah, with right. the, it goes with the whole creek water yeah sort yeah of, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, you know staying kind of true to their brand being right, right being right. in yeah. music and stuff like that so no it's yeah, it's okay. cool but so this last product you brought is a tequila yeah, so we've you, never had a tequila on the show before. So. No, it's interesting. So we brought you uh, Cava de Oro Extra Añejo. So it's um, if, if, like, no, no, nobody can go to Mexico right now, so it sucks. I mean, this <laughs> yeah, is actually a product suck. I found in Mexico. Oh, nice. Okay. And eventually got in touch with them, and, and I actually eventually uh, saw them at a show at uh in the u.s yeah and was able to actually speak to them but i never started the dialogue before with them but it's a, a really interesting product uh how i came on it was sort of that story but i had found another product at a, a the, the wine and spirits wholesalers association convention it's a convention <laughs> in the u.s it's huge it's, okay. it's just this massive massive convention and there was a product that looked identical to the one they have here nobody at home can see it but it's a square bottle a beautiful square bottle um it was called alba stone del rey and they had you know every range of uh age range in that product line but yeah so i try it's a gorgeous bottle i ended up trying the extra nejo and if my mouth could have hit the floor it would have because i never i drank a lot of tequila i bartended from the time i was 19 until i was almost 40 when i wasn't working you know selling booze on the to liquor stores so uh, we found we found that product and I was like, there's got to be something like that. When I came home, back home to Albert, I was going all over to liquor stores, buying extra Nieho, spending all my money on that. And I couldn't find anything even remotely close to it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to have it. So long story short is it's there's it's a third generation. There's three generations of tequila makers that make this. And a guy by the name of Alberto Partita makes this one. And he was also making Alba Stone until they sold it. Gotcha. And his brother has another brand as well, which I'm not going to mention. <laughs> well, let's let's put it in the glass because that's the coolest. I don't I don't drink. Bottle. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pop top has glass and there's liquid inside it. Yeah, you can pour it. Right. So we, when we do like uh, really high end events with it, because it's a three hundred dollar bottle of tequila. When we do high end events with it, we pour out of that top. Okay. So it is a, a pour as well. Yeah. It's, so it's got a. a uh, Essentially, a fork. It fits like an ounce in there, kind of thing. Is yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, so roughly? it's the um, breaking case of emergency. You flip that open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's it's just so unique because it's aged in a French oak. Typically, uh, extraneous tequilas are aged in American oak or ex bourbon barrels. Yeah. Um, so this one's aged in French oak, and what's nose is like a whiskey. I was right. just gonna say or a cognac. So you know when <laughs> you, when you, you when yeah. you get. Um, this is how I think of it. When you get a tequila that's aged in ex-bourbon barrels or American oak it, for long periods of time, it has like a bourbon mm-hmm. or a whiskey sort of smell and feel to it. And when you switch over to French oak, it, then it picks up those characteristics of more like Crazy. a cognac. So it's aged for five years in that oak, <laughs> but the... Those oak, those oak barrels actually were shipped from France to California to age Cabernet Sauvignon, red wine, yeah. in those barrels. And then those say, barrels that very... were used were shipped to Mexico and then aged the tequila in those. I was going to say, I get kind of a, like a grapey sweetness yeah, yeah. to it. So that's maybe from the Cabernet. Yeah. I swear to it God, if, like, you, if you pour this wait wine, how like it is. If you pour this sweet. wine for me, I would never guess it was you, even a tequila. tequila no, the, it's, and, and you're not sure what it is because it's not a cognac; it's not a whiskey. It's no, gone, I would have no would, idea. I, I would yeah. almost like part of me. If it was blind, I would be like, like it's so sweet. I almost want to say like right. a rum, right. like it's an so, aged, really aged rum. So, but it's so it's a little sweet. But I mean, that's on a summer night with a oh. cigar. My my neighbor's a big tequila guy. That's where I drink all my tequila. He would. I gotta take a picture of that. Sure. How available is this bottle? 
Um, yeah, oddly enough, you know, it's been really picking up lately. Uh, if you, there's not that many extra Nihos and there's not, there's very, there's three that are this style and our agency represents two of them. Um, so they're not too common, but so they're picking up in terms of sales and more and more people are carrying them. But, um, there, these, this particular one is available at all the wine and beyonds throughout Alberta. So that's okay. one easy place that you can find them in. There. They, they got a great tequila selection there, right? right? So, so that's good. Awesome. Crazy. So, it's so it's delicious. Thanks, there, yeah. thanks for bringing it. Yeah. Thanks for something I'm, a little different. I would right? never, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I found it in Mexico. I it's didn't a tequila I would say. And I can't it, say I've said that before. Right. So. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it was related to the other ones. It took me three years to piece that together. And uh, it was some, I actually have a spreadsheet in my iPad that says Cava to something. When I was working on it in Mexico, when I was there on vacation, I was yeah. like, I gotta price this out and see if I can make it work. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, right, it's so really cool. Embossed on the bottom. Oh, it's a gorgeous bottle. Side, so yeah. It's, um, nice heavy glass. It's, and then, it's an infinity bottle when you're done drinking the tequila. Oh, for sure. It's a decanter that you use yeah, after, right? Just peel that label off and just power wash the crap off and everything off of that. And even the gold little coin nugget that they have on there—that's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool too. No, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming by. Thanks for letting us help you launch Creek Water in yeah, Alberta. Yeah, I appreciate it, and we're excited to launch it, and uh, I think everybody else is, and we've got lots of traction on it, so I think we're going to be pretty successful. Yeah, for sure. We'll, uh, when like, when the time comes, uh, keep in touch when you, like, kind of right before sure, it's hit the shelves, and we'll... We'll uh, like a post on the on the page and and uh, help you out because we're all about helping local and you're you're a local business struggling its way through life just like all the rest like it's true right like we're all we're all struggling our way through the through the through the muddy waters so no we're definitely yeah we're definitely happy to have you and, and stoked to be to be trying new stuff honestly yeah, exactly. right? That's what's you know about. maybe I can use you guys as my beta testing group for new whiskeys that I'm looking at bringing in so yeah get always some stuff ahead, get ahead of the times and see yeah, what's sure. we when it comes to, yeah if, if you get samples of new stuff that you're thinking of definitely bring it our way and what we, we can even put it out to a lot of I got a ton of whiskey drinking members obviously yeah. so um, if you want honest opinions we're happy to give it to you yeah for sure so hey maybe when um, this launches and we air this podcast Maybe we can do a giveaway of a creek water bottle or something. Sure. Yeah. Done. Yeah, no, definitely. Let's talk about that, yeah. and we'll yeah, we'll we'll do something on the page. Sure. On the yeah, Instagram sure. page. So perfect. Awesome. No, awesome, Rob. Really appreciate it. Cheers to you, my friend. This tequila is fucking delicious, yeah. by the way. <laughs> 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 All right. Cheers, it is. Buddy. Cheers, man. <laughs> <laughs>